Hello. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. It is 2019. <laughs> One and a half Asians coming at you. Man, woo. It only been a couple of weeks, but I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I think our fans are wondering where the heck we've been, but we got a lot of good stuff in store this year. We've been planning. Yeah, we kind of took a one step or two step, one step backwards to take two steps forward. Exactly. So let's start off fresh. I guess we can call this season two. Yeah, of season two, episode one. One and a half Asians on the Wu and Cody show. And what I actually wanted to start off with, since it being the new year and everyone having New Year's resolutions, it is very on point. I did want to have a look back, if you will, with kind of how our 2018 went. Oh, well, you had a big year. Maybe with back and forth, so I'll kind of start first. 2018 was a big year. We started this podcast. Yeah. We started it, and I approached you kind of nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. Yeah, because we're human. So I I was kind of worried that you wouldn't say yes to the podcast. Then I realized, why the heck wouldn't he say yes to the podcast? Exactly. We're friends. We like talking to each other. Um, But I would say, you know, personally, the goals that I had, I really only had like three. Yep. One of them was to obviously be more outgoing and be more confident. Yep. And to do that, a lot of you know, or you might not know, I started a YouTube channel. And my goal was to post a video every single week for the full year. I remember that. And it was super nerve-wracking when I posted that first video. And then I tell you, it's, it's like anything. You, you just get started, and it, it's really not as bad as you th- think it would be yeah the fear is all in your head it, it's all in your head and I, I'm proud to say that I actually completed my first year of YouTube videos yeah posted every single week made 50 52 52 videos weeks. not all on YouTube I, I did on Facebook first but but I that did. still counts I did it yeah and I can the funny thing is like you know when I look back at the videos that I made at the beginning there's a huge growth <laughs> seriously there's like the way that I'm speaking even the way that I'm speaking right now on the podcast, there's yeah. a huge difference from when we started yeah. to now, and it's consistency. I, I Ooh, honestly, good word. I honestly believe in consistency, and it's. Sh- I hope it's showing in our podcast too that we've been recording pretty much every week since September or August. I think it was the beginning of September, but yeah. we'd been meeting for months before that, building the rapport and, and, and the chemistry, if you would. Yeah, so I would say. That's one big goal that I'm happy to say that I accomplished. Yeah. And my new goal, I guess, going forward on that one is I want to continue doing my YouTube, my one video a week. Yeah. But this time, I my content was kind of all over the place. I didn't really know what I was recording every week. I'd kind of just put something up there just to kind of get through the week. Yep. I want to be more focused. I want to have more, I guess, production value added to it. Yep. Maybe with better editing and actually better content. And I want to monetize this year. This is I the want, year? I, this is the year I want to... It doesn't have to be a lot. I, if, if I make a dollar, that's something. That's still a dollar. That's 100% more than last exactly. year. Exactly. So I, my goal is to finally just monetize something on my YouTube channel. Whether that be through sponsorship or whether that be me going out somewhere and showing them that I'm making videos and seeing if they'd be interested in having me make a video for somebody yeah. or do something to make some money on this platform yep so that's what i would say 2019 2019 that's one resolution that's one goal that i have so i'll go back to my 2018 and i'll let you know that my biggest goal that i set i i failed miserably with 
Uh, I started 2018, for those of you who didn't know, um, attempting to find an apprenticeship uh, to become an electrician. I had left the culinary world and gone back to school and did a pre-apprenticeship program, uh, and I was trying to get into a trade. Um, and but you did I, all the schooling for it too. I did all the schooling and I did very well and I really enjoyed it. It's just, it's a tough market to get in unless you have somebody who already wanted you as an apprentice. It's, uh, it was tough, I, I won't lie, it was very daunting on me um, from like a self-worth point of view, from a motivation point of view, and like it, it was a huge stress. Um, but during that time away from the industry, I, I kind of recovered from my burnout and saw an ad for where I'm working now, and it was a huge opportunity. It was a huge step forward professionally, uh, and has increased my, my skills and self-confidence uh, professionally as a, as a cook. And I, I would say, although it wasn't planned, at the onset of 2018, I think 2018 was a huge success because of this move uh, to my new job. I guess during that time, I guess we've all gone through it. Well, I've gone through it, especially just trying to get a job and not being able to find oh my. work at all. Well, I think there should be classes on like how to deal with the mental side of not being hired. I know. So actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I remember a time when I was looking for work and nobody would call me back. How did you feel? Like, and I felt like I was the only one in the world going through this. I felt worthless. Right? Well, actually, I, I thought back to what I did, and I thought, why? Like, why did I go through all that stuff to, to be able to, to get nothing from it? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost like a depressing time. Like, I was trying to do, like, oh, I, was yeah. trying to, I was seeing everyone else doing something. And it's tough in social media, because everyone's always showing off their cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of wonder, because you kind of think to yourself, like, oh, I won't. I won't be one of those people. Like you always think of yourself as being better or more. Like you know, if you expect something of yeah. yourself. You you kind of had this idea that you're going to be successful. You're gonna everything's going to turn out. But then when it doesn't, it just it just <laughs> yeah. brings you so low. Yep. <laughs> and how did you get through that time? Like how did you? Like I couldn't see it. I honestly couldn't see it. Like you couldn't the, see it on yourself? No, I couldn't see no, I couldn't see it in you. I didn't see mm. I mean either you were very good at hiding it. Yeah, I think I mean generally speaking at least with me and my experiences I try not to let those emotions bleed out and le and let it get to a point where other people notice and kind of intervene. That's like yeah. my personal approach which whether or not that's healthy is neither here nor there it's that's the way it's been so let me ask you then did during that time did you always think about maybe I should just go back to being a cook no what happened was when I left being a cook when I left the culinary world I was dead set on moving to a trade because there was a few things that really bothered me about being a cook uh, the long hours and not being able to be a part of my friend and family's lives the relative limited financial situation you can get yourself into Every industry has the ability to move up, and as a cook, you can definitely do that. But for the time and effort you're put in, when you compare it against other trades and industries, you are financially compensated at a much lower rate, yeah. uh, given the, the effort and trained skills that you have to acquire to do it. So I wanted to get out, because it financially wasn't the best thing. But it was kind of like I was burnt out and I didn't even think about cooking. And as time went on, my natural curiosity began to spring again. When I would go into a restaurant, I would start thinking, okay, well, there's 
counted out 48 seats. They could probably flip this three times in a dinner service. Now you're looking at 120 covers. Look at the menu. Okay, the average gas price is probably $22. They're probably making 7 8% on this. And I'm starting to run the numbers. And then I look at the menu and I start thinking about different food. And I think, well, how would I do this? What does this taste like? Yeah. And at no point did I think, I want to get back into it. All of a sudden, there was a tipping point where it was, oh my God, Langdon Hall's hiring. I need, I need to apply. So it wasn't like, you know, because I kind of had that problem like, I switched, I was in finance for so long that I just kind of felt like, no, I have to stay in this field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I thought like, I guess that's what you kind of went through too. It's like, no, I did the work. I, I You I invested time, I invested money, time to be an effort. Uh, that's such a hard decision to make. And I applaud you for doing it because I know what it's like. And I was like, great. Like I spent so many years studying finance. Yep. And then one thing that made me change and Esther was telling me all this like all the time. She's like, you know what they define as being insane? Yeah. As doing like the same thing over and over again um, that doesn't work. So she's like, so what are you doing? Yeah. So I was like, no, I, like I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not a quitter. She's like, <laughs> she's like, no, that's fine. You're not a quitter. But like, what are you doing and where are you going with it? And then she's, she's trying to tell me that I'm insane. <laughs> and I'm like, in and I'm a like, loving way. And I'm in like, a loving whoa, whoa, way. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not insane. <laughs> but then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, why am I forcing myself to be in a field that I don't love? Yep. You know, from a decision you made probably when rather flippantly when you were 15, too. 16, 17. Can I tell you? I I can remember the exact location and time of when I decided I wanted to go into uh, being a financial advisor. So really? grade 12, I was at my dad's house at the time and I had picked up a careers book from the high school and it literally was like alphabetical order, all the different fields you can go into. And financial uh, consultant was listed under F. Yeah, yeah. And it was literally like, you know the, the real estate magazines that you could pick up? They're like yeah, maybe yeah. five by seven. Yeah. So think that size, one page write up, financial advisor. Great pay to stress ratio. That's all I read. It was like, I could do that. And that's why I applied to economics. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I applied to finance in the first place. Like, people make a lot of money in finance, right? All right. Well, <laughs> it turns out there's so much more to life with. <laughs> yes, there is, which I've learned. And I'm much happier now. I will honestly say that I'm much happier now. I don't make as much, but yeah. I'm living my life at least. And you now have the energy and drive to pursue other avenues, exactly. like you said, monetizing 2019. That's right. Let's so make it happen. my big goal for 2019, I mean, I have many, but I think the one that's most thematically correct for this is I have had brewing for years, an idea for an education concept for cooking. Um, and I think it would be best expressed via a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel. And like the concept would be to teach people, it's like home ec, to give them the skills necessary to cook for themselves, to cook healthy food in an economic fashion. And I think my key expertise here is that I work in a professional kitchen and I understand how to 
bring in food and prep it over a course of time to apply to multiple meals rather than just yeah. I come home yeah. and I made chicken with broccoli and rice. I think I could develop a system to teach people how to go grocery shopping and prep for meals for the whole week in one go. That's super important. Oh, it's a huge life skill, I would, right? I would say that's that's very important because I remember wasting a lot of money in university just yep. because I didn't want to cook. Well, I had the luxury of having my mom all the time to cook yeah. for me. <laughs> so that might not apply to me, but I, I agree. Like That's super important, at least knowing how to budget for food. Yep. Prepare your What to food. expect to budget for food. And to stay healthy, at least, yeah. during those times when you're actually, you need the nutrition, you need yep. everything. Like, if you're in school, the proper nutrition to learn properly, yeah. to be, I guess, physically active. And I lost all that in university. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, 2019 is the year that I start my side uh, podcast or side YouTube channel. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you're going to see another another channel i guess yeah under the umbrella you know what though i'd be i'd be interested i'd, I'd super excited be super excited if you started up a youtube channel yeah if you do it this year you have a subscriber <laughs> guaranteed first subscriber no, folks when would okay when would this when do you think you would start something like this so that would be towards the second half of this year it would be after the summer okay. season so like in the fall i would say like in september would be when I wanted to start. I wanted to... You're killing us, Cody. You're making us wait that long. Well, you know what? Some of the best things in life, Lou, you got to wait for, uh, so... But that's what I'm actually looking forward to. I want to see another friend of mine on camera. Yeah? Well, Just to, you know, not necessarily on camera, but definitely on a YouTube channel. Okay, actually, yeah. You could do... I've seen a lot of cooking... A lot best, of cooking the ones. best cooking ones actually don't even show a face. Exactly. It's not... <laughs> it's not a person... It's not the, the Food Network. Yeah, yeah. It's not a celebrity. Oh, but you'd be good as a... <laughs> as a food celebrity chef? As a personality? Like, that's actually cooking? Oh, yeah. I think that is definitely something I could do, but I don't think that's what I want to grow. Does that make sense? But please promise to make at least one video. Yeah, doing that 2019. Kind of thing. Like a Like an Emerald Lagasse type of... Oh, you want me to do at <laughs> least one? <laughs> Emerald Lagasse -like type of prep. Maybe that'll be uh, next year's 2020s... Okay woo's birthday okay. present but we all look forward to it cody yeah man right. thank you so moving on to i guess my uh look back from last year actually i was a heavy individual last year yeah a lot of you might not know because i've been hiding in a hole <laughs> only my very close friends have seen me which is only like three people <laughs> hey you you got who you got but uh i used to be very overweight and I remember actually, I went to the doctor and the doctor was telling me, yeah, for someone your size, you should be weighing around 100 and, uh, I mean, she would said the low end is maybe 140 pounds. And then yep. she's like, but healthy, maybe 100, 155. Yep. I was at one point 180 something pounds. Yeah. I was, I was overweight. 30 something odd you pounds. You might not be able to see, you couldn't see it. You could see it in my face for sure. You could see yep. like the double chin. I was chubby, but you can't see it because I wore like loose clothes. The Wu styles. But I was overweight and one of my goals was to lose weight. I never really wanted to publicly make this a, a goal because, you know, you're kind of afraid you might not yep. make it. So I finally, with my YouTube channel, I put it out there. I'm like, you know what? I'm overweight. I want to lose weight this year. Yep. And I actually did. I actually did it. 
folks, I've I've seen the progression. Yeah. It's absolutely noticeable. I lost thirty, I would say thirty-five pounds yep. in total so far, and it was over a year. Yeah, a full year. A full year. So I didn't rush it. And the main thing. That yeah, you're I did, looking at two pounds a week. Yeah, the main thing I did was I did exercise, but one of the things I was really, I didn't want to change was I didn't want to change my diet because I was so stubborn about like I still want to be able to eat what I want to eat. Yeah. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> Absolutely doesn't. Because I'd work out so hard and I'd only see like a small change. So I, I changed my diet. I started eating more leafy greens. Leafy greens. More beans, less breads, less rice. And instantly. You went on the slow carb diet. Instantly it changed and my weight just started dropping. Like yeah. a healthy drop. Yeah. Like I felt more energized and I felt just better when I woke up in the morning because yep. when... When you're overweight, you just don't feel good, and that's I'm getting there. And my goal for this year is just to kind of maintain. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to lose a whole bunch from this point. Yep. I don't really know it in pounds, but I do it by kilos. So I weigh around 80, probably like mid 80s kilos. Yep. So now I weigh around high 60s. Nice. So I'm trying to maintain maybe this year in between like mid to high 60s. And just be more, have just have more sense. Be more, I guess. What am I calling it? Just control my portions when I'm eating. Yeah. I've noticed that, like, I notice too, like, as I get older, I don't really want to eat the bad foods anymore either. I don't really want to overeat. I don't really want to. Well, because you feel it the next I day. I feel it. Yeah. And right? Isn't that the weird thing about getting old? <laughs> as 31 year olds, for. Well, old is a old. relative and subjective term, but we're older than 20. And I can tell you that I could crush burger, 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 fries as a 20-year-old and go to the gym later that day. That's true, actually. I can't crush that and then go to the gym the next day. Like, it's it's bad. Actually, I remember. We used to go to, like, pizza, in high school, we used to go to, like, the, those Pizza Hut buffets. Yeah. And then we'd have, pra- like, sports well, practice yeah. after, and we'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, the body just soaked it up. But it's almost like now, like, your body's telling you you're doing something terrible. I don't want and, this. And, like, your body shuts down. <laughs> Can I... Uh, so our mutual friend, Scott, uh, there's a distinct quote I remember from him in uh, yeah. university. Yeah. And that uh, he eats to fuel every cell in his body. And, I can see that. <laughs> and then it, at the time, I remember thinking that was a super strange concept. And it was very foreign to me. But now I get it. It's like, if I eat well right now tomorrow i can do the things i want to do and perform at the level i want to perform at exactly i'm seeing it too i'm thinking yep. i'm trying i'm starting to realize that food is fuel yep and i have to pick the right fuel if i want to feel good for the day yep because way too many days last year i felt bloated or not like the previous year before yeah just felt bloated just sluggish and tired in the morning and way too tired mid-afternoon even though i got a good night's rest yep snoring I was super I was super loud snore yeah like my wife wanted to <laughs> stuff my face like what I, I told her to just punch me yeah or push me just roll me over it, yeah roll me over if I'm snoring every night I felt her pushing me because I was annoying I was annoying her <laughs> so but you got it under control now it's 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 very minimum or she doesn't hear me at all or I'm not I guess I'm not snoring yeah have you looked into uh Sidebar, uh, nasal strips, the breathe right strips. I have, I don't know if those are, I don't know. 
do I? I don't know if I believe in because like it's it's almost like at the back of your so throat, it's right yeah so you snore because you're breathing through your mouth yeah so the concept is is you open up your nasal passage and you should prioritize breathing through there first but even if I breathe through my nose I feel like I still snore like that's like the yeah what what position do you sleep in stomach side back side I like starting on my side but I think I end up on my back and that's when I start snoring yeah. It's tough. So, anyways, that I don't snore anymore, or nice. it's very minimal, and it's it's reduced by a lot. So that's from losing Sweet. weight. So, so you're getting better quality sleep yeah. too. So my goal is to maintain, maintain and just be more sensible with what I'm eating. What about like a new goal? I don't know. Like I like. I what? Don't, a, I don't really want to because you don't you don't want to lose weight. Why don't you want to make the goal something like I'd like to be able to. Do 20 push-ups, oh, that's true. That's true. or I'd like to play in a full game of basketball at full speed. Actually, run, run this, a 5K, fun, run a 5K race. Maybe this year it should be to actually get in a game of basketball. Because, Woo, do you want to join a basketball league? Ooh, I would. I mean, there's, we've been talking about it. They're like, signing up right now. It starts in the, like in a few weeks. Your, your. There's an average Joe's sports league. You can do five on five, or you can do three on three with varying levels of competitive. Interesting. I think if you for send us, me the information, yeah. I will. We I, can look at it yeah. because it would be good maybe to do three on three just to get back into it, and yeah. then because it's only like a three or six month, four month uh, season. Okay. And then we can move up or down based on how we feel. Well, then, that's my new goal. Then is to get back into the sport that I love. Which I haven't played in so long. I can't believe, like, I watch a lot of. I don't even watch a lot of basketball anymore because I'm so just working all the time. You're working during prime game time hours. But I guess that'll be my goal is to actually get. I'm sure that would make me much more happier too, is to just get back to just playing a game that I love. I just I might not have loved it as much in high school. Yeah. Coaches and anyway, different topic. <laughs> we won't talk about that here. Yeah. But all right, that that's another one I guess and. I guess since we're on this right now, not really on sports, I just want to finish up my goals really quick. And that's just, remember we complained, I complained a lot about my situation last year, about like, yeah. like uh, my job and I like how I, you know, stressed about money all the time. Yeah. I ended up getting a job, all of you know, at yes, the brick. Uh, I am happy now out there. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is not really, uh, I just want to keep, keep what I'm doing. And I just want maybe multiple ink. It's an interesting goal. I want to just keep multiple income streams this year. So yeah. I know for one, the brick is always, that's just the paycheck. That's going to come no matter what. Yep. I just want multiple That's your primary. Streams. Yeah, I just want. You to, want a secondary. I want a secondary something. Is the pod, is the monetization, is that the second or is the second? No, second is just, I just want something. like. So the second is you need to find a second. Yes, second is I just need to find a second. I'm in on that goal, joint venture. I've been yeah. doing a lot of reading and podcast listening on, um, guys who have online businesses and they just basically take an existing product and tweak it a little bit and sell it on Amazon. So like they look into something, um, people who have back soreness while they're sitting at a computer desk and then they find that there's a shoulder harness, but all the short shoulder harnesses that are on Amazon were like super cheap and not that effective. Yeah. So they just kind of tweaked it a little bit and made one that worked a little better with better packaging. And now they have eight figures in revenue after a year. 
Jeez. So I like that business model. <laughs> yeah, actually, well, if we can think about something, it could come from a joint venture if you yeah. want to do something. But I think both of us, that would be a good goal for us, actually, just to just multiple streams of income. Yeah. Like, you have to. In this yeah, day and to. age, That's you have to, especially with so much s- stuff out there that we have the ability. I think we Yeah, we e-commerce is a tool. And if we just put our heads down and just think... Yep. we can create a multiple stream and that's one of my goals and I guess that's a goal I'd like to have with you too that's, yeah. let's try to make that happen in 2019 and each time we meet we'll, we'll brainstorm and yeah. actually I have another good one but I want to hear like another goal of yours another goal of mine so for those who don't really know me on a personal level all those one person maybe who listens to us who don't know us already um, so I'm a cook and I had worked Italian professionally for the entirety of my career Uh, and then I quit and I was burnt out and I went back to cooking in French food and it was just a massive step forward in my my food knowledge so my professional goals this year is to really develop my knowledge in cooking of vegetables and herbs um, so I decided to work guard manger at my uh, at my job for the summer season, which is the busy season. Yeah. And another one is to stodge professionally at a different restaurant in a cuisine I am completely unfamiliar with. Stodge meaning I work for free, so I could see how their kitchen does it. They teach me all the recipes, and I could see how that kitchen functions, and then they feed you. It's a like a common industry thing. So I'm well, looking. They feed you. Yeah, so like I go and I work for a oh, shift, and, and at the end of it, they give they me dinner. Give oh, okay. Um, but I like get to see how they do everything and, and learn from the chef and, and gain all that knowledge. So yeah. I'm looking at Skippa, which is a Japanese food restaurant in Toronto. Um, my other thought is, because I'm super interested, is working at a ramen shop for a week, because I mm-hmm. love ramen. So do I. Yeah. And I think um, understanding the finer details of how a ramen shop works. Because when you look at ramen shops, there's none outside of the major metropolises. There's nothing in Oakville, Burlington. That's true. There isn't. There's the closest so one is Mississauga, right? Mississauga. There's a couple of noodle shops open in Hamilton, but there's nothing in Oakville, Burlington, Aldershot, all the the areas. Actually, sorry, there's a ramen shop in Oakville, uh, Highway 5 in Trafalgar. But I'm just going to be cocky and say I feel like I could do a better one. What's that one? I forget what it's called. I can send you... I mean, just, Maybe I'll just yeah, go Google there. it. Have you tried it? I haven't. I've heard people. Okay. Well, now that I know it's there, i got to go give it a try. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love ramen. Yeah. So essentially, I just want to like really amplify my food knowledge and then hone that in on a business idea. Nice. Yeah. Well, you can do it, Cody. Thanks, Wu. I know you can because I, I still haven't... This is really bad on my part. I haven't gone to eat at any of Cody's restaurants. Oh, woo. It's okay. You were, uh, you were in the majority here. The vast majority yeah. of my friends have never come in to anywhere I've uh, been working. Maybe that should be one of my goals, just like as a small goal. This year. This year, I'll, I'll eat something that Cody cooks. You, know, you can come up. You can eat at the bar at my work, and it's relatively affordable. Mm-hmm. And I could probably... Well, you definitely get hooked up, because I'll give you some fun stuff. But if I get a gift certificate for you I can get you 25% off oh nice well you'll see if I can get a a date night maybe I'll that'd be a nice place to take Esther 
Yeah, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't been to that a nice of a place like that. It's the first time for everything, Will. I don't even know how to go. Well, like I said, like there's <laughs> the dining room, which is the higher end of it, but you could also come to the bar side, which is like just like any other, not just like any other restaurant, but you don't have to, there's no dress code. Okay. It's not super duper expensive, and it's more fun food. So just the way that I dress is fine? Yeah, you can go in right now. Okay. Maybe not your basketball short look. Um, I know, but like my, the woo look. The woo, the woo the style, woo look, yeah. Just like the woo would absolutely be fine. Dress shirt with the arms. Yeah. Gun show. it up and just regular You got a nice pants. sweater on today. Thank you. I keep the work clothes the same all the time. Yeah. I don't want to think about what I wear to work. I just want to stress for you. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that concept. So moving on, actually, we actually, before we get into, these are all our personal goals. Before we get into our podcast goals, I actually just have one cool one that uh, Esther and I thought about that I think would help us. Podcast uh, goal? No, no, just personal. a personal goal that I just wanted to share just if anyone else is, uh, wants some ideas on how to stay positive and yeah. reaffirm their goals throughout the year is, so I had a, I started reading on like the law of attraction a lot yeah. last year. Like the secret? Yeah. So Did I, you I read watched, the book? I, no, I didn't read the book. I watched okay. the Netflix movie, actually. I didn't know there was a Netflix movie. There is a Netflix No, actually, I did read the book, too, because if I, if I heard Conor McGregor read that <laughs> yeah, book, yeah. and it changed his whole life. And if, if you know anything about Conor McGregor, his life is, like, he's Pretty blown intense. up yeah, yeah, over the past year. Two years, actually. So I started reading up on that, and you know, I, I agree with it. Like, you have to think positively. You have to, what you want, you have to imagine yourself having it and it's not just like you think about it and then it comes to you you have to actually put action towards it right but yeah it starts with it starts with yeah so i like a lot of my not everything gets solved by um you know money right but then there's times when i felt like you know if i just had more money yeah my life would be a little bit easier so i wrote it i wrote myself like a on the secret they have this fake check that you can write yourself yep and you put it somewhere where you can see it every day. Yeah. So I put this thing beside my bed, right? Thinking it'd be a perfect place to put it. The check? Yeah. Just I just taped it to the wall beside my bed. So what's, the, would, what's the check? How much is it for? Who's it written out to? So it's written out to me yeah. and my family. From? For like, from the... From you? From the universe. From the universe, okay. It's from the universe, like the bank of like, yeah. I don't know, the universe. So like I wrote like a number, like, like two million. Yeah. Right? To myself. Doesn't say like when. Yeah. But just I look at it and I remember like this is what I'm working towards. Yep. Terrible place to put it though because I go into my room when it's pitch black all the time because <laughs> I'm yeah. sleeping. My second son is sleeping yep. in that room so I'm always going there. It's pitch black. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning. It's dark. Yep. So I don't, the whole year I didn't look you at this thing. You never looked at it. And I forgot about it. So what we're doing this year together, me and Esther. Esther and I, sorry. <laughs> is anytime there's a full moon, okay, we're going to reaffirm our goals that we have. How did you choose together. full moon? Just because we've always noticed that we're looking, whenever there's a full moon, whenever there's a moon, we always take time to just look at it. Like when I get out of the car at nighttime or if I walk up the stairs, I can always see the moon somewhere. Yeah. And I always find that I'm taking time to just look at it yep. and just staring at it. Because for some reason, I just love looking up at the stars yep. and love looking up when when it's like a clear night and you can see the stars i just i can't stop looking at the stars i just yeah. want to see you gaze yeah i stargaze. gaze stargaze yeah and it's hard to do it like where we are yep 
So whenever it's there, I always just, even if it's really cold outside, I'll spend like a minute out there just looking at the moon. So every time there's a full moon, there's 12 times a year, it's a full moon. Yep. We're going to reaffirm our goals that we have. We have our own goals that we've written down. And we're just going to think positive thoughts and us accomplishing and getting all those things. So, Wu, I have two... One, I have a new goal for you, for me, yep. for this coming year. And two, I have a uh, related story. Yeah. One, goal. I'd like for you and the family, open invite, to experience uh, seeing the stars up at the cottage, at the family cottage this year. I think um, yeah. so. The, one, one of the full moons, when it's nicer weather, I would like to have you guys up. Oh, nice. Two, um, a thought that I've always had is that like organized religion um, does one thing that I really like really well, and that's their yearly reminders, like the Easter's. Every year, there's a oh. lesson that is focused on, yeah. and I always thought that it was neat that these are brought in yearly in cycles. So I really, really like the idea of tying your reaffirmation of your future goals to something that is cyclical like that, the moon. Um, I think that's brilliant. So that's what we noticed too. We're like, we love looking at the moon. And I started getting TJ to look at the moon all the time too. And he notices it. Like whenever we're walking up the stairs, it's time to bed, he'll be like, moon, moon. And he gets super excited. Yeah. And then I do too. I'm like, oh, the, moon the moon is out. Yeah. yeah. So we're like at the window, just looking at it together. You guys are drawing energy from the moon. I like this. Yeah. So that's kind of maybe a tip for any of you listeners out there that want an easy way to remember something. Yep. Just look up. It's all there. It's beautiful. <laughs> so I'm going to forget the name of the gentleman, but the gentleman who designed uh, Central Park in yeah. New York is the same gentleman. Like, this is what he did for a living. He designed parks. He designed Gage Park in Hamilton, and he designed Mount Champlain Park in Montreal, the major park in Montreal. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to forget the name there. <laughs> uh, but his whole, the way he designed these parks was in his walks, he would have different... Uh, trees in one section, different bushes in one section, different flowers in one section. And it was designed so that as you did your daily walk there, each area would prompt different memories. So as you went through the first time, you would be like, I'm going to think about my relationships and the oak trees. I'm going to go through and at the rose garden, I'm going to reflect upon my, my love. And then when I get over to the bushes, I'm going to yeah. be thinking about problems and business. Um, and like that visualization of putting memories and problems to a location, um, I thought was a pretty cool and powerful tool. But I've never thought about putting my thoughts on the moon, Woo. Yeah. Because you can see those from wherever you are. It's like the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that it came from me, right? I wouldn't say it's weird, <laughs> but it's cool. I think it's cool that this all happened. Yeah. And by the way, if you haven't noticed by now, Cody is a walking encyclopedia. He knows uh, everything. <laughs> I don't know everything, but I know some things. He reads a lot, so... Oh, yeah. you out there. Keep reading. He's <laughs> <laughs> seems like he knows everything. <laughs> no. i just like to share. All right. So let's move on to uh, what you all are here for. The podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Well, actually, I am going to be making this podcast a little bit more fun with adding music this year. Yeah. Because I've listened to a few that I like, and I'm like, ah, I should do that with ours. Yeah, so how did you want, did you want to talk about overarching podcast goals first? So we haven't actually discussed this. Yeah, this uh, is our this, conversation. Yeah, this is our conversation. So this is just uh, Cody and I just 
talking about our goals. I have a few in mind. Yep. So I'll just, to give you an idea of how I want to make this conversation work, is I'll just throw one out there that I want to do this year. So, for example, this year for our goal, one of our goals, I hope, is I hope to bring on a guest. Yep. So I do want to just, you know, work our chemistry on how we can maybe bring on a guest yep. and ask them questions. Maybe bring, if, if there's a topic that we think would be better suited to have a specialist for yeah. something, bring on a specialist and try to make it like a, in, maybe an interview style, but like a fun, comfortable a conversational a conversation, interview. almost like how Joe Rogan does yeah. it when he brings on someone. He just sits down and shoots the shit. Yeah, and I'd like to at least have a have a guest this year. I have a guest. I like that. I don't know who, but it could even just be a friend of ours that we just want to. Yeah, get their expertise to talk about stuff, but have someone else on here and have make it a fun experience for that person coming on as well. Absolutely. So that's one of mine. Um, so one of mine uh, is storytelling. I think when I reflected on what we were doing last year, um, it kind of didn't have a beginning and an end. It was just yeah. a, a conversation. And I'd like to develop a succinct but engaging storytelling style that gets you from point A to point B. Because um, I think people like relaxing into a story knowing that there's a destination and I think yeah. a personal goal is to be able to do our podcast and for me to be able to mention something and for the viewer to know okay he's going to end up at that point and they're going to be able to kind of go along the ride with me storytelling yeah I know I've struggled with that all year just trying to figure out how to tell the right story and but that's something we're going to work on Wu. I know I look forward to it like yeah. for sure storytelling is one of the biggest things I would like to get good at just because you can do so much with it just you know it's a skill you, you could like be a presenter you could be you know a public speaker you could yep. it all starts with like how to because I was I was reading about because um, storytelling is like one big thing I tried to like focus on this year and remember that Toastmasters that you're yeah. that you're talking about joining they were saying like to pre like I was reading like people's experience like they teach you how like how to use your voice how to increase it and decrease it yeah. while you're presenting something to get the audience's attention like there's so many things you can do <laughs> on top of that to add to your story and to get people like engaged yeah so hopefully we figure that out yeah I think we will I don't know one person who's really good at it is Casey Neistat I think yeah on, on, that's one thing he really pushed like when I watched his videos like you can tell like there's there's like something simple is like there's a problem and then there's an action and then yep. there's a solution yep like that's the simplest one that he always does on his channel yeah his structure yeah so hopefully maybe maybe I can that's a good thing to maybe incorporate into my like YouTube channel is like I'd like to tell stories I just don't know how well, I think you just have to come up with a theme. Like, you, there has to be a formula that you can relax into so that your viewers know what to expect and that you know what to do. And you should be able to plug and play. It has to be modular. Yeah. Right? I really liked your reviews. Your review, I think, is something that you could get back into. Maybe not every week, but like the once a month we review where you review a, a product. Well, that's a good idea. And I also really liked your skits. Again, you don't have to stream that 
every single week, but I think your skits were great. So maybe like have buckets like for this week, it's like... Not even buckets, like maybe just now divvy it up. I want to do 10 skits, I want to do five reviews, and I want to do X many stories, and then that's how you break up your ear. Instead of like thinking every single week, week yeah, to week, yeah. plan your year in groups. Does that make sense? Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then some of the things for the podcast I'd like to get involved with are some smaller, more detail-oriented stuff. I think we should have a consistent release date. That's true. I think it should be a day and that if we don't meet that day, it either had to be planned ahead, we let everyone know, yep. or we consider that a fail. Um, I'd like for us to have show notes, details about each episode, uh, when you go to kind of choose which ones to download. I think that's something that helps the, the audience really connect with what we're doing. That we can definitely do together. Yeah. Because editing was one of the issues that I had. I was like, that's actually one of my goals for this year for our podcast is to minimize the editing. Yep. And then just let the audience hear what we're saying, even if we're, you know, even if we do have those awkward pauses, like it's us talking. So yeah. sh- the audience should almost feel like they're here with us. It doesn't have to be cut everywhere to just I don't make think it, it has to be cut. I think if there's sections that need to be eliminated, it could be parsed down, yeah. but it doesn't have to be edited, edited. Yeah. But I do agree we should have a consistent release date. I struggle with that. I struggle Which is with that. why we need to get batch work and get ahead. We need to have a buffer. Yeah. Like, we record when we have less than three episodes to release. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. That would help me out a lot, too. Especially with the busy schedules that we have. Yeah. So, like, we can meet every couple of weeks or every other week do, like, bang out a couple. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bang out a couple. <laughs> Yeah, we'll bang out a couple together, Rube. <laughs> <laughs> and then one that you already touched on was like having some sort of intro music, outro music, yeah, cut. Add some yeah, better just value a little complexity, a yeah. little uh, production value, okay. as they say. So, I know we started this podcast as a, kind of a Raptors podcast. We just wanted to update you guys and let yeah. you know that we are kind of moving away from that because we simply just don't have time to watch any Raptors games. I mean, we, we our knowledge on the Raptors is still is still there. I mean, we might still talk about it here and there. I think we'll throw in Raptor-related stories here and there, but I don't think that could be the end-all, be-all of our, our podcast. We're growing as people here. We exactly. gotta grow what we're thought, what we're thinking about. Did you want to tell them our our new format is gonna work? Yeah, I guess we could talk briefly about that. About that. And that's how what they can expect yeah. I guess with season 2 of the one and a half Asians season 2 I really like that <laughs> uh, so you had mentioned that you really like listening to some music uh, sorry some morning news programs uh, yes which one was it I like the like it's 92.5 yeah Roz and Mocha Roz and Mocha they're just every they could be talking about the weirdest thing but it's just interesting to listen to yeah and it's just fun to listen to because it's just two guys you could tell that they're friends and you can tell that I could just tell it's not just a job to them it's something that they actually like enjoy doing yeah which is something we enjoy doing with this exactly I want to emulate that somehow and just almost make it I want to almost make it a part of your weekly thing that like you're waiting for our show yeah 
So that's what, kind of my idea of like our, like the Wu and Cody show. Once a week, your people are looking forward to playing us on their drive to work or something. Yeah, they they get Friday. to hear some interesting things, some fun banter, and like grow with us. Yeah. So uh, our structure that we wanted to do, correct me if I'm wrong, is we will have a Wu segment where I'll have my piece for maybe about 10, 15 minutes where... You take the lead. Yeah, I mean, at first I wanted to do it on current events, but, you know, we're not doing a daily thing, so I will kind of talk about some interesting things that I find maybe with during my readings throughout the week, and yep. we'll go back and forth with that. And then Cody will have, will have a Cody piece where he's the lead, and we'll go back and forth with that, and then we'll have... A Wu and Cody piece. Wu and Cody. <laughs> yeah, where we, uh, we, Wu and I, as friends, obviously we have a lot of overlapping interests. Um, and we both bring different views on the subject at hand. And we were talking about, like, healthy eating, healthy remedies, herbal healing. These are all things that we yeah. have an interest in, but we come at it from two very different points of view. Uh, Wu grew up uh, with his dad running a, a health store. And then I grew up cooking, and I think it would be neat to do a segment where we talk about the healing power of foods and plants and and all of that healthy goodness, but we look at it from the two different areas that we, we grew up with. I like it. Yeah. So that's what you have to forward to, to, to listening to. And for all you listeners, Cody just got a book called Medicinal Herbs. Yeah. Well, not the fun one. Yeah, even though he does that a lot these days. Yeah. <laughs> Which... I might be getting back into. It's helpful. <laughs> it's legal. It is legal, which I'm actually going to get back into. But I'm actually looking into the uh, the vape stuff now. Like liquids or liquids? Yeah, okay. liquids. Because I found that that's just it's easier for me. Yep. Well, I can't wait to hear that woo segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we still have to do that episode, but I told you, April twentieth. All right, right, okay, okay, April 20th, we'll do it. What day of the week is that? I think we checked. It was, like, a Wednesday. Oh, that would be like perfect. Like, it just matched up somehow with the day that we record. It's a Saturday. Oh, is it? We could probably we'll make, make it that work. work. We'll make it work. But, uh, yeah, this episode is to kind of tell you guys that we're back. Yeah, it's great to be back, Woo. I'm excited. We're I'm back excited for season two. So, you guys, uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming for you. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.